0: everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Talking Live podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the very subjective line between self-belief and arrogance. Because in life you get different people who have different opinions on these two things. And sometimes if one person's, one person's self-belief can be another person's arrogance... And that can lead to some tense discussions, some tense bringings, some tense exchanges of ideas. It can be very complicated sometimes. So this is a very, a very varied topic. And you'll you'll probably have your own different ideas about self-belief and arrogance. And this isn't really gonna be like a talk about what are the definitions, just how it's different and also the importance of believing yourself. And not getting mixed up too much. Just make sure that you follow your own definitions. And your own moral compass. Anyway. So I wanted to. I think our first topic for today. Would be on self-belief. And I wanted to hear. So what do you think about self-belief Roman. And it's importance.
1: So you're talking about like self-confidence right. And being confident in yourself. Because you, you need that. You need to be confident in your own ability. And know your own skills. And. Without that, you're just going into something not really being confident in what you are able to do and not believing in yourself, which is such an important thing. Because if you're like not trying hard or you you don't think that you're going to achieve something, then you're already going at it from a bad point. Um, Like when you're trying something, you obviously you believe that you can do fairly decently. Right. And like, you know, you can improve. But you know that you you're confident in your own ability, and I think that's important.
0: Yeah. And I think the first time we were ever fully taught on self-belief. I remember it was very weird. It was very different to our previous lessons. It was in Year Five primary school. I'd known about like self-belief and had it before year five, of course. But it would be it was the first time it was ever hammered into us. We had like a proper lesson in school about self-belief we had like powerpoints we sung like a uh, a self-motivating song it was yeah it was very interesting but it was it was the first time when we really when we really learned about if you believe in something so much you can make it happen through things like hard work skill and sometimes with the any teeny, teeny bit of luck so it's good to it's always good to believe because, as I've heard many times, and as I've said many times, like in throughout my life, and I'm sure you've heard it before in yours, self. If you don't believe in yourself when you set yourself on a goal, you've almost already failed at it because if you don't believe you can do it, then you won't naturally you won't put as much. You'll self doubt yourself. You might not put as much effort as you would usually do. You'd be a bit more ah. Uh, so it's very important to believe you can achieve it so you can then do the work towards achieving it. I think it's such a crucial part to have that confidence to go on and do something. Because at the end of the day, if it's physically possible, then it's possible and you can go on and get it. You just got to set yourself to it and go get it. Go run for it.
1: Yeah. And I would say a lot of the reason why people don't have self-confidence is, cause, like, is because of fear. Because if you're not confident in what you're doing, then it's fine if you mess up or something. Because mm. you're like, you didn't set this goal for yourself and you you was like, oh, I knew I was going to do bad. So it's not surprising. But like, if you actually set these goals, it's like a responsibility and something you're trying to achieve. Mm. And if you're like, I'm confident in what I can do, then if you mess up, that's gonna that's gonna seem worse than if you just go at it from like a bad mentality to start with, but that's wrong because you should go from it with like confident idea because otherwise you're never gonna do the best you can.
0: Yeah, I think also it it sometimes is part of it's two things generally. It's the fear of embarrassment and it's the fear of failure, and they both go towards the other. No one wants to. Like so even when you do really simple things like play a game, no one wants to lose in a video game, even if you generally don't really care. Sometimes some people show it more than others that they don't like to lose. But everyone mm-hmm. wants to, you know, everyone wants to get that little bit of victory, that little bit of success. And I think embarrassment, especially, is one of the main reasons why people say, I can't do it. Because you say you can and then you fail. I mean, if we're just being thoroughly honest, most of the times when that happens, it, it's, it's funny and you laugh. And most, it's never been anything serious more. It's been more, when people have done that, it's been more like they've done it in a jokey way. They're saying, I can beat you at like a game or something fun, and then they fail and then you laugh at them. And that's all cool. But if we bring it to a more serious level with things like, I don't know, GCSEs, if you say you're going to set your GCSEs, you're going to get a top mark all of a sudden you failed and you're saying to everyone, you know what, I believe I can do it, then, oh boy, it's not it's not looking good for you. And that's not going to be the most dignifying feeling you'll achieve in your life at all. So I think, especially as we get to the more serious levels, people are more in fear of having that embarrassment on them.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't fear a failure because it's it's something that's going to happen. And you need to accept that that will happen. But you should still be confident in what you can do and not be, like, overly humble in a sense. It's it's about having, like, a mix between confident but not, like, boasting to the point where if you mess up, then it's, like, it's really embarrassing or whatever.
0: Yeah. I think fair... Not so fair. Failure is a very important thing in life. And I think it's... you got to face it. And even... No matter how um hard you try to run away from it, you will face it and you will deal with it. And failure gives us lessons. You know, yeah. failing to do something, you learn and you move on. And sometimes those failures are the more little things. Sometimes those failures are huge. It's how you take the failure that will make or break you. Because a failure could be the greatest blessing in the skies, or it could be the greatest curse you'll ever know. It really depends on how you react to it. It could make make you or it could break you. That's the thing with failure.
1: Yeah. It's often looked as a bad thing or seen as a bad thing. Well, not all the time. But I think just a lot with like in school as well, failure is seen as like this really bad thing that just shouldn't happen. If you're good enough at something, it's not going to happen. But everyone like fails and makes mistakes. And and that's just like a process of learning something. And uh, if you're scared of that, you're always going to go at something like trying not to fail and therefore like not pushing yourself and not aiming for higher things.
0: Mm. So after that, I was thinking if we were to flip the coin and go to the other side of the line, the other section of the discussion today, and we go to the topic of arrogance. Now, arrogance as for many people will have many different definitions and at different times in different situations, people label this as arrogant, people will not label this as arrogant. You could have, it's it's like very complicated. Maybe if person A's sister was to do something and if person A's biggest rival was to do something and it's the same thing, person A may say, oh, look, my sister's not being arrogant. She's just like self-believing my rival, he is arrogant because person A doesn't like him. He can go into stuff like that. What do you think about the many definitions of arrogance?
1: Wait, so with that example, you're basically saying that, like, it, it's almost hypocritical where you label someone as arrogant because you don't like them and you don't want them to succeed, but then someone else is just confident mm. because you do want them to succeed and because you're you're trying to help them.
0: Wait. That's... oh. That's one example. I think another one is is just how, like, if people are in a bad mood, they'll be less, um, they'll be generally less open to praise. So, like, if you're in a bad mood, you're probably going to be more likely to say that they're being arrogant because you don't want to be like, a thumbs up, because if you're in a bad mood, you've got thumbs down, you want everyone else to feel thumbs down. it's, It's what we... It's almost past what we were talking about last time, about spreading happiness and spreading moodiness. And if you're moody, sometimes you're going to spread... The, well, most of the time, you're going to spread the moodiness.
1: Yeah. But I would say arrogance, is often a way... I think it's often as well how you convey your confidence to other people. Of course, you can be arrogant, like, just about your own... Like, what you perceive your level... Of something is like if you think you're better at something than you actually are that's usually arrogance right mm. some would say that's like overly confident but uh, that's pretty much arrogance but i also think that arrogance is just like the way you you tell other people or you show other people your confidence right so mm. if you're telling everyone you see that you're going to be so successful and you're going to be like amazing or you're doing really well at something then that's usually seen as like more arrogant because it's not just like you think you're doing well, but you're telling everyone around you and you're like trying to make everyone think that you're this amazing person.
0: Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's more of like, that's just obvious. It's like when the difference is um, boasting. Now, when you boast, instead of keeping it in, some people would keep their self-confidence in their heads. And as you were saying with that, it is about how you convey it. I think it's also about who you're talking to sometimes. It's, especially if especially if you're talking to someone with either, maybe if someone's got lower confidence and then you're like saying, I'm, I think I can do it. They might say, oh no, but you're being arrogant. They leave a, well, it, it's a lot more complicated than this, but if you were to summarize it quickly, if a high confidence person shows their high confidence to a low confidence person, you leave a, one, inspire them or two, distance them and make them think oh he's a bit arrogant and that's where it generally that's when it generally goes those two paths um it's a very it's a very opinionated thing arrogance it's and it can sometimes it can be very um it can be very tense about what people how people will react and with each other considering on their definition because no one wants to genuinely be with an arrogant person, no matter what they perceive that is, they won't like it generally. So it's very complicated learning weaving through the seas of the definitions yeah. of arrogance. And it's, it's a situational thing. Mm-hmm. And different situations will garner different responses. Sometimes it's the atmosphere, it's the reading of the room. And it's all that. And, and we learn... Generally, in the way it's perceived, like when in our stories, when arrogance is shown, generally it's shown to result in a mistake. It's generally shown as like not working out for someone in our stories, mainly. How do you think about how arrogance is expressed through our culture? So
1: like arrogance through like, uh, I'm trying to think, like stories and stuff, right? Where it's like you always have like that one character that's seen as like, it's always usually before a fool or whatever, where like this character's seen or put on a pedestal and seen as amazing and they're like usually very boastful. And then like suddenly something really bad happens mm. to them and then it's like, Oh, they were proved wrong. Oh, that's like they were clearly too arrogant and like the other person is better, you know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah.
1: And often the arrogant person is seen as like the the rival. And almost like they're always in the wrong because they're arrogant. But then, I think sometimes arrogance can just be because of ignorance and stuff. Where it's like, yeah. just the people you're around and stuff, or just the situations you've been in really make you overestimate yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean this. I mean this episode is dedicated to the line between um, arrogance and self belief slash confidence. But there is also a big line between arrogance and ignorance. Ig ignorance. And when one believes that they are on a level because they just haven't seen the other levels, haven't had access to it, you can't blame them for thinking the wrong level that they're at. And it's it's very important that we understand the differences because an ignorant person generally, or at least possibly, is open to change. It's a lot it would be a lot easier to tell an ignorant person, look, this comes across as a bit arrogant. And they would say, okay, fine. Then saying that to an arrogant person, they'd be more like, no, no, it's just, that's just the facts. Or an ignorant person might say, oh, I didn't know the facts. So I'm going to take your facts. Thank you very much. And that's, that would be the difference between the way, the mentality of an arrogant person and an ignorant person. Yeah. Well, sometimes an ignorant person might just be an arrogant person. And even if you tell them the answer, I mean that's that's a very um, elite way to say it. But if we just want to say it now, if you tell them the like the solution, they might not take it anyway, and then they become from arrogant to ignorant. Sorry, from ignorant to arrogant. So, coming off from arrogance now to so the main point of the topic, what is the line? between arrogance and self-confidence where would you where would you put it generally
1: see that's interesting because like you said arrogance is very dependent on like the kind of people you're around and it's very situational but see it's very it's very difficult to like have the perfect balance of being confident in yourself but not being arrogant and like appear as like a bad person or overly confident to other people because I think that's usually where arrogance comes from. It's like other people then get a bad impression and stuff. That's often, I think, how it's perceived. And it's like you need to be confident in yourself, and that's really important. Because if you're not, then again, you're not really gonna like do the best that you can do. But you don't want to over like evaluate yourself and like put yourself on a pedestal, because then you're you're just being arrogant and you're you're not understanding that you know you're not like perfect and that there is things you can improve on
0: yeah because there's always things that we can get better at and the important thing is is that when we make mistakes or when we do have these things that we can improve on we understand that so we can go on and improve it and that's just how improvement works um the line look um if i was to talk to a listener here there'll be you'll have your own different line and um there's the uh, there's no right or wrong line because it's just the definitions that we have that we follow from our own um, moral compasses that we use. But If I was to look at the line, I'd say it's interesting, different... I mean, I've seen people, I know people who have probably been called humble and arrogant. You meet it all the time. People say, oh, you're humble. Oh, you're arrogant. Some of this goes into single perspective theory, which... You'll see an episode on later. But some of this also goes into their own definitions. What they believe is belief and what they believe is arrogance. And it's flimsy. It is The line is one of the more flimsy things in social science. There's loads of flimsy things in social science. But this is one of the most flimsy ruler things you'll ever find. One of the most curvy lines out there. So it's it's all about it's all about making sure who your audience is because some people take things differently to others so if one doesn't want to come across as arrogant but does want to become come across as self-confident you need to see who you're talking to if there's someone you know then you can work what works with them what doesn't work with them and try to convey it through there think no one think well most people don't like too much brashness and as you said where i too much putting yourself on the pedestal and stuff like that. But I think if you just work out who you're talking to, some people will be inspired by your self-belief or some people will be offended. So actually, what do you think about how the way that, if, for example, one may, jealousy, how jealousy could decide someone's opinions about this line, this flimsy line that we're discovering today? Often
1: people are jealous of someone who's doing really well and then they label that person as arrogant so they're like they're really annoyed that someone else that they they either dislike or they're just jealous of is doing really good at something so then they're just like oh you're being arrogant you should just be more humble or and i think that's almost telling themselves a story like oh that Mm -hmm. person's being arrogant they're not they're not a good person, you know. They're better than me, but, like, they're just being arrogant and I'm a better person or whatever. And it's, like, just out of pure jealousy because they don't... They they don't want to, be like, be seen as a worse person, so they label the other person as arrogant because they're doing better than them.
0: Mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think also, I think it can also come down to sometimes when people with lower confidence meet someone with higher confidence... Actually, I think I've even said this before in this exact episode, but it just to elaborate on it, yeah. it could be very it could be very annoying to someone to see, oh look at him, he's so self-confident. It's almost subconsciously just being annoyed at yourself when yeah. people act like that. They're like when they're saying, Oh, you're being so arrogant, something arrogant, they're more saying to themselves, look at this guy how he's got the ability to believe, but I just can't believe in myself. Sometimes it just goes down to that. And it's also, it links the moody people. And, like, not all moody people think that, like, they're down in the dumps. Some moody people are moody because they think that they're actually above. But especially if the moody people are moody about themselves, it's even worse because it's like, oh, this guy has self-confidence and he's so happy and he's so brazen and I'm just here and I'm sad and I don't wear what to do i'm upset i just want to crawl in the corner Ugh. He, he's just and then you just say to him arrogant maybe to even sometimes bring him to the corner bring him to the sad corner instead of letting him be in this amazing sunshine of happiness yeah i think as well
1: the worst thing that can come from like fear of arrogance or labeling people as arrogant is people then becoming like overly humble or overly like lacking self-confidence and stuff that's the worst point where you have like them people who just won't do as much stuff or they won't take anything seriously because they're scared of like seeming either arrogant or messing
0: up mm. coming across that way yeah mm. so it is very important not to it's it's important not to make sure that you close in too much as well. Because we've been talking about the flimsy line, but I think in general, no matter what the line is, there's got to be a line. You can't just, you can't let them overflow because that could be really damaging, especially for the people who are growing and finding out their own line. If they're being told by other people, there is no line. It's it's very simple. And if you go anywhere near there, you're being arrogant. It's, It's not good. And I think sometimes with with being overly humble, I think people who aspire to be... Well, I don't... Pe- some people who aspire to be overly humble end up not really being more humble, but just being... Like, just saying, oh, I'm not going to try it. I think yeah. it's mistaking sometimes the definition of humility. If someone was to go in... Okay, we, you know, you've got the Olympics on. If a star was to win the Olympic gold medal for sprinting they sprinted so fast incredible fantastic sprinting and they win the gold epically wonderful wonderful fantastic gold and then they say um yeah I just want to thank my family I could not go on that without them I just want to thank my area all this you know I had to work for the threat I had so much everyone else lifted me up it wasn't just me that's humility, but mm-hmm. you can't dare to think that they did not get to that epic fantastic gold medal without believing they could get there
1: yeah they were confident in what they could do but they're just not being they're not telling everyone wow i i practiced so hard i'm so good because they're just Mm. being humble
0: yeah so i think i think people some people separate self-belief and humility but it's almost like to be humble Self-belief is actually, they're actually connected. And I think that's a very, it's a very big thing in such a topic like this. And especially in making sure that people don't believe they are, by being self-confident, they're not, they're giving up their abilities to be humble. Humbleness mm-hmm. and self-confidence are linked. They're connected. And I think getting that message across would be a big help to making sure that people know the difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying basically that in order to be humble, you need to have some level of self confidence, otherwise you're not being humble, you're just not doing anything,
0: yeah, or some level of achievement, yeah, yeah, and I think we've talked about jealousy and also just also just being not confident, but what do you think about the way that people will use their line and the flimsy line and the word arrogance in order to try and Try and make people not believe. They they feel threatened by one's self confidence. They want to keep them down the pecking order. Yeah. What do you think of that? Some people,
1: I guess, they they try and put other people down by saying that they're arrogant and that they're not. Like they say to someone that's doing well, or confident with what they're doing, that they're being arrogant, and that's like almost an attempt to like put them down and not try as hard. You're just trying to make them feel bad or worse about themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it could be very. I mean, if we want to go to like the big scales of like, oh. with like the world of politics and stuff, and the way how you can use stuff like that, not necessarily to make the person feel arrogant, but to change people's perspective on the person. You could talk about how this idea has actually affected world events and has affected our lives for years and years to come events from the 19 and 80s and yada 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 but even if you're going to look at it on a much more smaller scale of how it can be a great way for the established people the people who using self-confidence have got where they are now to make sure that no one gets where they are now they just say mm, no you're not actually self-confident you see you're actually being arrogant and because we associate arrogance with traits of a bad human being, and no one wants to be a bad human being, you're going to run away from that. And yeah. therefore, if someone says, oh, look at you, you're arrogant, they're going to, or at least the plan is, they'll run away from that. They'll run away from self-believing. And that person has gotten rid of that threat, and they've done a good job. So it's it's that, and it's also how it can change other people's views on that person if we just go back to the thing about politics and stuff and even from things like just from pr how you can ruin its character assassination by labeling someone arrogant you can just you can assassinate their character and yeah. do a very good job at it
1: well you can like get rid of people's self-confidence and you can make other people view that person as worse and as though they're being, like, they're a bad person. Because, like you said, there's so many, like, negative things associated with being arrogant. Uh, and like we said, even if they are being arrogant, it may be due to, like, other things like ignorance and stuff, where once they're told, oh, yeah, well, you're not actually this, like, person above everyone else. And, uh, like, they might realise, accept that, and they just might be ignorant of the situation. Uh, yeah. we Kind of just label a lot of things as arrogant, and therefore they're bad, like, that's the end of it
0: yeah there's many there's many different sections and subjects and different factors that go into this different situations the way it, different definitions and all of this and like almost probably almost every single topic we will talk on this podcast it doesn't really have a right answer and in a way we're not even looking for the answer just seeing all the different possibilities and opening people's minds, letting people choose their answers for themselves. Yeah, And I think if we're just going to bring it on to conclusion, one thing I think I could say with more confidence is I think it is important for one to remember, we've already touched on it all throughout this podcast, but just remembering that it is very good to go on and try to do something and just believe you can do it, not be arrogant, not like... Go over the top about it and say, "Yeah, look at me, yeah, yeah, yeah." But you know, say, "Okay, if you want to be, I don't know. which, you know, I won't even give you an example. I'll just see if I'm just to listen. I'll just be like personal. What do you want to do? What's your dream? If you can go do that dream, you gotta believe that you can do that dream. Whatever that dream is, you know, if it's physically possible. If it's not, my dream is to turn into a dinosaur." Or my dream is to <laughs> if my dream is to wow. turn into, I don't know, a princess from Prince from Mario, whatever, then you know what? Go on and do it. go, go and roll with it.
1: If it's achievable, then try and aspire to do it.
0: Yeah. Gotta go. Anyway. That is the wrap-up of the second episode of the Talking Live podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I'm hoping to see you soon. And I'll see you next week. Goodbye.